the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The stupidity knows no bounds. Just when you think it can't get any dumber, somebody comes along and says something more stupid than the stupidest thing you heard yesterday. Here's my pick for today. Uh, You know that Caitlyn Jenner, also known as Bruce Jenner, said last week that it's not fair to have transgender females, males, competing against women. Well, here's Sarah on that subject. I saw Caitlyn Jenner saying trans girls uh, should not play girls' sports. Caitlyn, you're a woman, right? A trans girl is a girl. She should have the same rights as cis girls. If you think a trans girl, what, you think a trans girl is too strong? I. <laughs> what about tall girls as opposed to short girls? What about a boys in high school who are teeny tiny and their teammates uh, have already hit puberty and are shaving? Why don't you just have co-ed sports divided by weight or height, I, you know? This is so dumb. They are legislating this without one single example of how this plays out. This is not worrying about girls' sports. Uh, believe me. Not. I think uh, there are better ways to worry about girls' sports. This is not worrying about... This is not what that is. This is not worrying. This is not concern for girls' sports. It's transphobia, full stop. It's just such a bummer when a, you know, such a prominent trans woman is such a, you know, it's like being Jewish right now and having the most recognizable Jewish names be Weinstein and Epstein. You know, it's like super not awesome, but. Yeah, it's not super awesome either, but um, uh, there's an, here's an idea for uh, Sarah. Separating athletes by height and weight. It's done already by weight by in youth sports. Or age, what a concept. You know, you don't have 18-year-olds playing against 10-year-olds. Anyway, it just doesn't get any dumber than that. But when we come back, we have lots of stupidity to talk about today and also a way for you to help end the stupidity. Stick around. It's finally time to replace that old leaky roof, or how about some new siding? You can count on Windows or Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows or Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, windows, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Maybe you lost siding during the recent windstorms. Don't put those repairs off. Windows R Us offers 12 months no interest financing and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Want new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office? Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, and composite. And how'd you like to never clean your gutters again? For a limited time, get a free gutter filter with the purchase of complete siding or roof replacement. That offers valid through 63021. All with 12 months no interest, no processing fee, and backed by the best warranty. Warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. That's WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. It seems like just yesterday when I captured my son's first steps or when we recorded his soccer games on VHS tapes, those moments are gone. But the old home movies and pictures don't need to be. That's why my son created Legacy Box. That's right, Mom. Over 800,000 families have used Legacy Box to digitally preserve their home movies and photos. Simply fill Legacy Box with your old camcorder tapes, film, and photos. They will professionally digitize and send them back on DVDs, thumb drive, or the cloud. With family 
staying close and Mother's Day around the corner, it's the perfect time to get your legacy box and save your family's history. After all, few things are as important as protecting your precious memories. Give your mom a Mother's Day present she'll never forget. Plus, Legacy Box is offering a 50% discount. Order your Legacy Box today. Visit LegacyBox.com slash LBOX. And for a limited time, get an incredible 50% off your order. This is one of the best discounts we've offered. That's LegacyBox.com slash LBOX for 50% off. LegacyBox.com slash LBOX. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy. If you're thinking of replacing your carpets due to pet stains and odors, you must try Genesis 950. The reviews are amazing, as this is one product that actually works. With water, it breaks down the bonds of stains and odors, so they're gone for good. Its antibacterial component removes pet odors from carpet and padding. It can be used in a carpet cleaning machine, and it's green, so it's safe for your family and pets. Genesis 950 is made in America. If you are tired of pet cleaners that don't work, it's time to buy Genesis 950. One gallon of industrial-strength Genesis 950 makes up to seven gallons of cleaner. But Genesis 950 is not just for pet stains. It's great for bathrooms, kitchens, floors, upholstery, and grease stains. Consider Genesis 950 before purchasing new carpets. Genesis 950 has great customer service. Order one gallon direct at Genesis950.com to receive a free spray bottle, free shipping, and $10 coupon using code PETS. That's $10 coupon using code PETS. That's Genesis950.com. Discount only available at Genesis950.com. Genesis 950, much cheaper than replacing your carpets. The John Steigerwald Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Well, we all should be going to school on Canada, not in Canada, on Canada, especially liberals, because just three miles, I'm sorry, three hours uh, north of Pittsburgh, Ontario has become uh, North Korea. Uh, There's never been a better example of why you want the federal government here in the United States to have as little power as possible than what's happening up there. And why we should, ne- it's another example of why we should never give the feds control of our health care. Joe Warmington is a columnist for the Toronto Sun. He's here with the latest insanity. Joe, thanks for coming on again. I appreciate it. Well, it's good to be with you. And if the, the door does get kicked down while I'm on the air with you, uh, just continue and I'll just keep talking as they cuff me. <laughs> yeah. If they take you out, just scre- Just keep talking on your way out the door until you're gagged. So, you know, all uh, aside, I mean, we're seeing that happen, and uh, it's uh, it's disgusting, and it uh, should be alarming. I know a lot of us are very, very concerned. Yeah. Before we, before we get into some specifics, uh, what can you tell us about just uh, the level of insanity that exists up there right now? I mean, you you are well, I, you I guys live, up you know, to... like I. Yeah, I mean, it's basically it's it's shut down unless, you know, unless you're making a movie or. You know, the NHL games are, are going and things like that. But if you're a church or you want to go golfing or you want to go and skateboard at the skateboard park or you want to shoot hoops, you know, all these kinds of basic things that people that don't have money, uh, that, that aren't rich, like to do, uh, regular things, you can't do them. You can go to Costco, um, but all the other things are shut down and you can't go to a restaurant. Uh, and it goes on and on and on. It's the same stuff that many people have gone through, but we see all the pictures uh, in the United States of everybody out having fun. It reminds of you know, the stories I heard about the communist countries that used to hear and see about things happening on the other side of the wall. That's kind yeah. of what we're going through here. Well, um, and this is you're, you are going through now what we were going through uh, here maybe late March early March, uh, middle of March, anyway, where we, you, can't, you can't go to a restaurant in Ontario, correct? And eat in a restaurant. No, you can't go anywhere. You can do takeout. Uh, you yeah. can't use the washroom, though. 
and you can't, uh, you know, all the retail stores are closed except for the big ones. The shopping malls are closed. You can go into the food court. Um, and as I said, the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Ottawa Senators can play their their games. That's okay. The Blue Jays are playing in Buffalo. Uh, I know they talked question, about playing yeah. in Pittsburgh last year, but they're playing in Buffalo. It seems the coronavirus knows not to go across the border, which is about 1.8 kilometers or miles, I guess, as a... Uh, as a Blue Jay flies. I mean, it's ridiculous. So, yeah, let's talk about that. The The Toronto Blue Jays are going to be playing their games in Buffalo. Uh, for people who don't know, they have a really nice minor league baseball stadium up there. Uh, uh, how long will that go on? Well, we don't know. It's Salem Field. You're right. It's a terrific stadium. It's been upgraded by the Blue Jays played there last season as well. The difference this year, John, is that they're going to sell tickets for it. So it adds insult to injury that you know, the fans in Buffalo, which is great for them, and, and we love Buffalo here. Uh, mm-hmm. But the, the reality is that it's still our team. And, you know, they can bring them back here to the Rogers Center, which I still call the Sky Dome. Uh, there's no excuse for it. I mean, the teams, the American teams, can fly into Pearson International Airport, get on a bus, go straight to the Rogers Center. There's a hotel there. They don't have ever have to, you know, go out into the public. They can lower the roof and play outside if they like. But again, the politics is so awful here, and it's so locked down, whether it's Premier Doug Ford or whether it's Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. The bottom line is it's being run by the public health doctors. They have this thing called Section 22. They're in charge. We've got a dictatorship here, and it's a dark time. And you know what? Uh, You haven't got to the pastor being arrested, but if you've seen those images, you can be sure that there's many, many examples, other examples of it. You will be arrested if you defy this government. Yeah, I, I want to get to the. I was going to get to the health department thing um, in a few minutes here, but you mentioned this the 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 you word health up there and some kind of a health ministry, whatever it is that you have going on up there. It sounds Soviet to me, but um, it, how much of this, what's the, the insanity that is continuing to go on up there, and and it's just absolutely insane. How much of it is uh, a direct result of uh, um, the fear that the the wonderful Canadian healthcare system, which so many liberals here in the United States love so much, uh, can't handle this. And uh, they well, I just, think you're they, under something. Yeah, it, it's about the comfort of the doctors here. I mean, they don't. Not all of them, of course, but the majority that have control. They don't want to have. You know, an extra person come into the hospital. They say, oh, you know, we're so afraid that what if we end up with more people and we can't handle it and all this kind of stuff. And, of course, we're not interested in their opinion. I mean, the bottom line is whatever uh, we throw at them in these uh, ICUs or emergency wards is what they're supposed to handle. And they don't seem to want to do it. They don't want to overwhelm the system. So they you know, they have canceled surgeries. I mean, we're talking to people that are having supposed to have cancer surgeries and these kinds of things. Now, the good thing about the, the Canadian system is that, yes, uh, if you have a major cancer, these kinds of things, in theory, you're supposed to have it covered and it won't uh, require expensive insurance like the United States or even cases where people don't have the money to get right. it, in theory. But this shows the breakdown of the system because they've canceled most surgeries and treatments and they've just thrown everything at this coronavirus. And, you know, Ontario is a big province, as you know, there are more than 400 hospitals in Ontario, and there's 800 or so people in the ICU, so two per hospital. It's not overwhelmed. Uh, the virus is real. There are people that have it. There are people that have died. There's not that many young people that have died, but they are treating it as if it is like something like you're seeing out of the reports of India. In mm-hmm. our case as well, here in the greater Toronto area, I know many people from Pittsburgh come here to the, to the games, etc. They know that it's a big city. Yeah. The greater Toronto area, most of uh, you know, the coronavirus, the COVID-19, the variants are really, really sort of channeled into one particular, one or two areas. So I live in Peel region, which is Mississauga, Brampton, and Caledon, and it's considered a hot zone. But if we're honest about it, the numbers are coming out of two plants, which are the Amazon plants. That's the big numbers. They had outbreaks there. And and yet you know, over in Mississauga, where my, I have an 8-year-old and I have a 20-year-old, they like to go and shoot baskets. They've got 
it boarded up and they've gone up with a screwdriver or like a, a drill to make sure that there's boards on each side with screws in it so you can't get it out. Now you tell me, I'm sure the kids, instead of shooting those baskets, are up to something way, way better for them yeah. than, than to do that. I mean, it's just insane. And you, you talk to the mayor of uh, Mississauga, Bonnie Crombie, or the mayor of Toronto, John Tory, and they just shrug their shoulders. Yeah, well, they should open it up. The, the biggest story out of this, John, is the fact that Canadians have let it happen, and mm-hmm. they don't have any answer for it. Whatever they're told to do, they'll do, and they're afraid. Yeah, that's that's what's uh, really sad and scary. But, you know, if you have to wait a year to get, I don't know, a year, if you have to wait months to get an MRI, then how could they possibly think that they are prepared for something like uh, this pandemic, even if it's even if the reaction to it was uh, um, overdone or, or too hysterical, than it's more hysterical than it should have been. There's something wrong when you got to wait that long to get a, a CAT scan or a, or an MRI. That 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 to me that just shows that this is this was this was something that's just waiting to happen. That anything at all that came well, along like this, it was going to blow the whole thing up. It's certainly an interesting point that you're raising. We have not talked about that here at all, about sort of the breakdown of the actual philosophy of the public health system. But you're right, as it's been tested in this, you know, so-called pandemic, it has failed. And it's failed because the people that are running it don't want to let people come into the hospitals unless they're involved with COVID. We've all seen the nurses and all of the, like, dancing and different things yeah. like that. So it's not like they're they're really... Over capacity. I wrote it recently. If you want to read any of my work on any of these things, I write every day on this, torontosun.com, Joe Warmington. And one of the columns that I did was on the Sunnybrook Hospital, which is one of our big hospitals here. And they set up a MASH 4077 style. It looks just like the set mm-hmm. of that show. And it's right in the parking lot. And it sat there for a couple of months empty. And I wrote about that. Then they finally trotted out the media to go down there and cover the opening of it, they had the military there. So the military's on the scene. And they actually had one of those pointers, you know, when it says soul this amount of distance away and, you know, uh, whatever, uh, it's got Miami on there and it's got, you know, Scarborough, which is part of Toronto, all these different things. And there's the, the number of miles or kilometers and it points it, just like the show had. That's the first time I'd seen that. It's So, so it's a film set. And not only yeah. that, that when we were doing the news conference, the military, and they were, you know, they're great, and you can't help but feel proud of the military when you're around them, but they had their own film crew, seriously. They had, like, video and, and you know, different people. They had a film crew following it around. It's a big show, and it's, um, it's not based on any fact. We've showed that over and over and over. Tucker Carlson talked about on Fox about the number of, Americans that have died after taking the vaccine. So I thought, well, that's interesting. I wonder if we have that. So I saw that on Twitter. I think you may have even retweeted it, and that's where I saw it. And then I went straight to our website, and I found one. We have that, too. We've had 742 adverse reactions to the vaccine, 50 dead. This is what's been reported. I know the number's way higher than that. Because I've had numerous people tell me that they weren't able to get their numbers recorded in the system. The point is that no one's talking about that. No one's covering it. They change the rules every day here about the vaccines, whether it's, you know, now AstraZeneca, and then they're going to say, well, no, we're going to mix it up, and we're going to have the Pfizer one, and then maybe you can mix in the Moderna. I mean, maybe we could take all four or five of them. I don't know. Would that make us safer? Um, and then they say, well, there's no guarantees because you're still going to have to wear your mask. And you're still not going to get to go to work and your kids aren't going to get to go to school no matter what you do. And, um, you know, uh, you, you may have to get a third one now, even though we don't have a third one, we don't even have a second one. We've only got 3% of our people here in Canada that have been vaccinated and, uh, you know, fully vaccinated. They pretend that they've got more. They talk about 51%. That's with one shot. So it's a, it's a colossal mass. Communism is, it feels like it's lurking. People are turning each other in. Um, I had it happen to me. I had it happen to me. I'm interviewing some people. I took a drink of water, took my mask down, and somebody reported that uh, to my, to my, uh, you know, to my health unit. So it goes on and on and on. It, it It is a dark nightmare. 
Well, it, it surprises me, Joe, and we're talking to Joe Warmington of the Toronto Sun. It surprises me, Joe, 30, to hear you say that. 30 years at the Toronto Sun. I just want to say 30 years I've been covering the streets of Toronto, and I have never, ever been more upset and angry about what I'm seeing now. And so I didn't start last year. I go back 30 right. years. I've seen a lot of things, and this is pure evil. Yeah, and uh, and what what surprises me, and again, I, I'm down here, but I, I've spent a lot of time in Canada, and I talked about it here. Um, the the thing with the with the health care, the reason it's a big deal to me is that as recently as our last election, people were saying that we should have single payer. Uh, we we just need a total federal takeover of our health care system. And I'm surprised to hear you say that there aren't many questions being raised about the connection between the total fiasco you're going through up there now and your health care system, and that, that it's just not so, it's it's not getting the job done. It's you can't get people vaccinated. Well, it's, not to it's mention quit. The fact like it's yeah, it's quit. The health system has quit. You know, they we've had stories here of people eighty years old, ninety years old having to stand in line in the cold. It's still pretty cold up here, and they're not socially distanced. They have their masks, and people are collapsing and these kinds of things. You know, they don't even know what they're doing. I mean, they're making it up as they go. In terms of the healthcare system, uh, you know, I grew up here in Canada. It's all I kind of know. I, I, I watched the American right. debate, and I don't understand it that well. I know that the one thing that I do know, though, is that anybody with any means here in Canada, they go to the United States to get their operations. And, yeah. uh, and I've yeah. written about people do that. And they also go to other countries like Germany and 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 the like and uh, in fact there was a mayor here his name was mayor hector um he couldn't get in to get the proper treatment for his um pancreatic cancer so he went to germany and it was a little too late he lived for a while but it, it didn't he didn't make yeah. it and so there's many many stories like that so i think the system is a pretend system here it's okay for going to your doctor if you need a, a basic prescription these kinds of things. And if you need a major surgery, uh, you can get it. You may have to wait a little longer than you would down there. Or if you need an MRI, I know that I had an MRI uh, one time, and it took about maybe seven or eight months to get it. So you'll get it eventually. You may not be alive. I don't know. But well, Let me so stop you there, Joe, longer. because you know you know how long it would take me to get an MRI? One Probably day. Probably maybe a month or one day? Okay. No, one day. I, I have a place. There's a place within three miles of where I'm sitting right now that uh you know has mri machines and and i i had to go get one uh and i walked in to the place and I, and to, just to ask about it and they told me i could get one right as when i walked in i said we can do it right now if you'd like i couldn't do it so i about three days later i i made an appointment and i got one but i could have had it the same day um it's well, it took, uh, took me eight months to get mine the only what you're describing here is if you were a member of the Toronto Maple Leafs or the Toronto Blue Jays, they can get one in right. one day. But the average yeah, but person, Joe, no. if you if if you have to wait eight months for an MRI, why would anybody be surprised that that they're terrified about having this the hospitals be over becoming uh, overrun? They can't handle. You can't give anybody an MRI, and 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 you got uh, uh, they 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 can't handle the uh, any kind of a uh, an overrun at a hospital because they don't have the equipment, they don't have the people. It's it's insanity. The hospitals have quit. They're, they're, they're not interested anymore. And they, they just chastise people. If you watch the doctors on Twitter, they run people down. They argue with people. And, you know, basically you get to call them heroes. Everybody else is a zero. And, you know, there are some people obviously doing good work. But they really, you know, like, again, it goes back to the leadership. Like, why doesn't the premier of the province, Doug Ford, been around a long time just to say look here's what we're going to do this is when we're reopening everybody's going to do their job we have this virus we'll put the, that fire out instead they let the virus control everything and as they do it they're taking away their freedoms you know there's a, a bill here i don't know if you've seen any coverage of this but the trudeau government's trying to bring through a new bill that says that they're going to treat your twitter or your facebook or any of these kinds of things as a broadcast so what it means is that they can have a CRTC regulated. So if you've got one of these small websites, that all, you know, all the ones you have in the U.S., different ones, mainly conservative ones, what they're going for here to, to sort of knock them down, because we bring out all kinds of things. The, the local media doesn't really cover any of this stuff. They, they kind of do what no. the government thing is. And so 
Look, it's a great country. It's uh, a very, very troubling time. I've been to communist countries. I've covered the whole world. I've been to wars. I've been everywhere. We're in one right here. And, you know, again, I'm still going. Uh, I'm going to keep going until they pull the plug. And hopefully, you know, when they do, I don't know whether it will happen. But uh, anyway, it's bad. They're pulling the plug on me, Joe. I'm fresh out of time. I appreciate you coming on, uh, and I'd like to have you on again before this, because I know this insanity is going to go on You know, I, I appreciate you going. Thank I just you. want to remind everybody to look at Pastor. I know he's been on your show, The Pastor. Yeah, The he Pastor. on the side of the highway. Don't forget to talk about that, because that's a big, yeah, big... Yeah, I wanted to get to that, but we had other here. stuff there. Yeah, The Pastor is arrested again. I'll mention that in a sec after this break. Thanks, Joe. Appreciate it. All the best, John. Take care. Okay, we'll be back. SRN News. I'm John Scott. President Biden will meet with top congressional leaders of both parties for the first time this week. Greg Cluxton has more in this report. On Wednesday, the president will host House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, and House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy. It's the first time the top Republican leaders have been invited to meet with Mr. Biden since he took office. The president is seeking support for his $4 trillion proposals covering infrastructure, education, child care, and other priorities. Greg Clugston. The White House. Mother's Day weekend meant bigger crowds at U.S. airports. The Transportation Security Administration says its agents screened slightly more than 1.7 million people on Sunday. That's the highest number since March 2020 when the pandemic struck. On Wall Street, the Dow is ahead 66 points, but the Nasdaq is down 327. This is SRN News. I have a traumatizing childhood memory of an Easter egg hunt. The big hunt was a big deal in our family, and I have this memory of running and excitedly reaching for eggs, only to have my big brother and sister sweep in and steal them at the last second. It's Ryan, and unfortunately, this is a traumatizing reality our Faith and Family Mortgage Team is seeing from families across the country. Families are finding their dream home, only to have it pulled away by another hunter at the last second. At United Faith Mortgage, we unfortunately cannot scare off the other hunters, but we can very quickly get you pre-approved and make it look as good as possible to sellers. And then, once you do grab that Easter egg, see our story and read how our direct lender advantage can often save your family monthly and lifelong money at unitedfaithmortgage.com. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Meadow Park Road, Meadow, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to animalistconsumeraccess.org. Corporate animalist number 1335. Rack animalist number 65233. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. Larry Elder sees the lies repeated over and over. Don Lamont on CNN did it again. This is last night. To hear a member of the Republican Party, the party that supported insurrectionists and very fine people on both sides. Very fine people on both sides. It isn't just that Don Lamont is repeating that lie. It's that the lie has been discredited by his own colleagues on CNN. The Larry Elder Show, weeknights at 7 on AM 1250. The Answer. Stephen Diaz is the conservative choice for magistrate in Mount Lebanon and Dormont this primary election May 18th. Stephen Diaz is the most qualified and best candidate for magistrate as an experienced lawyer and educator serving the legal community for over 40 years. Stephen Diaz was appointed by President Ronald Reagan and later served under President George H. Bush. Stephen Diaz wants to bring that conservative voice back to Allegheny County. Vote next Tuesday, May 18th, and bring the conservative voice back to Pittsburgh. Vote for Stephen Diaz for magistrate next Tuesday. Paid for by friends of Stephen A. Diaz. I'm Stephen A. Diaz, and I approve this message. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term providers help thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-555-2085. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-555-2085. 800-555-2085. AM 12. 50 and FM 92.5. The answer. WPGP Pittsburgh. 
a division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or radio.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. In the McKees Ward area, you see an accident on Hartman Street at 5th Avenue. Also, a fire scene in North Sales on 30 at Edward Street on the Parkway East. Some delays both ways approaching the Squirrel Hill Tunnel inbound. Also stacking up 2nd Avenue to the Fort Pitt Bridge. Parkway West, about a four-minute delay inbound from Green Tree Road to the Fort Pitt Tunnel. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer. Weather. We'll see a few clouds for tonight. It'll be cold with a low of 39. Cool tomorrow with intervals of clouds and sun. Breezy in the afternoon at a high of 54. Partly cloudy tomorrow night. Temperatures approaching near record lows. Freezing temperatures in the normally colder spots. We'll see a low of 35. Wednesday, sunshine followed by a few clouds and a high of 57. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. Well, how would you like to end the stupidity that we've been dealing with in Pennsylvania for the last 14 and a half months or so? Uh, You have a a good chance of doing that next Tuesday. It's Election Day, and there's a referendum on the ballot to uh, take some power away from His Excellency, Tom Wolfe. That needs to be done. Ryan Warner represents District 52 in the State House in Harrisburg. He joins us now to explain. Ryan, thanks for being here. Hey, John, always a pleasure to join you. So um, this has come to uh, a referendum that would, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, eventually uh, lead to a constitutional amendment. Um, What's the process here? What will the referendum say? What will people see on the ballot? That's it's a week from tomorrow, by the way. Yes, that that's correct. So I'll start at the very beginning here, John. There is a process within uh, the Pennsylvania Constitution where constitutional amendments can be added or the constitutional uh, constitution can be changed. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a separate process than from having a a bill signed into law. That would a typical bill would have to be passed in the House, passed in the Senate and then sign into law by the governor. Uh, that's the basic process for, for a bill. A constitutional amendment, on the other hand, has a little bit of a separate process. For a constitutional amendment, the House and the Senate must pass a bill or an amendment, must pass it two terms in a row. So the, in, the language has to be identical. And when it has passed two separate terms in a row, then that question is proposed to the voters on a ballot, as a ballot referendum. And the ones that we're dealing with, uh, and particularly, and, and it just so happened to be that the timing of it was in our favor. So last fall, prior to the end of our session, we passed, the House and the Senate passed language on a few constitutional amendments dealing with the, the governor's uh, powers over disasters and disaster declarations, which I'll get into in, in, in a second. Uh, we passed that last fall. A new term, a new session started after January. And then early in this term, we then passed that language again identical language, and because we did it two sessions or two terms in a row, it now goes to the voters to decide whether that will, in fact, become law or change the Constitution. Uh, The important ones here, in my opinion, are the first two ballot questions that deal specifically with what the governor can and cannot do with a disaster declaration. Now, the, the... the Department of State is the one that, that sets the language on on these ballot questions, so they kind of tailored it to to make the question uh, in in the governor's favor. But we've put out a lot of information, John, to, to, to try to just in layman's terms on what the on what the questions ask and what what they'll do. So the first question that you'll see uh, on election day on the ballot, it's going to ask question number one basically asked that the General Assembly, by a majority vote, should be authorized to end a disaster emergency declaration without the governor's approval. In other words, if the House and Senate say this disaster declaration is over, 
then it's over. The governor can't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. And question number two asks if a disaster emergency declaration should be limited to 21 days unless a majority of the General Assembly votes to extend it. So in other words, if the governor does issue a disaster declaration, after 21 days, he has to get our approval, the House and the Senate, to extend that disaster declaration. And what we've seen over the last year, John, uh, I believe that these are two extraordinarily important changes that we need to have done to our Constitution to stop what I would call is a clear abuse of power. Yeah, and I, I think um, uh, I, I think peop- the, the, a lot of people are going to agree with that. Um, um, I, I saw a piece uh, in National Review today, and um, I was reading, and, and they're, call- they're saying they did a, they did a piece uh, just focused on Tom Wolf and saying that uh, his powers, ha- this stuff has to end. They got to fix it. But this is what it says, uh, and I, you you referred to this. The language in that first question it said. This is according to National Review now, not you. Uh, the biased and unclear wording, in essence, asks if voters would like to remove an existing, quote, check and balance, unquote. Uh, they say that the, the, the wording is biased and unclear. You mentioned that it, it kind of puts Wolf in Wolf's favor, but do you agree that it's biased and unclear? Oh, 100%. It's biased and unclear, John. It is slanted towards the governor's favor. And to say that it's a check and balance is actually um, – that removing a check and balance is almost disgusting, John. I, I, know no other, I know no other word to use. The, the House and the Senate, duly elected members of the General Assembly of Pennsylvania, passed a resolution declaring that the governor's disaster declaration – is over. In other words, based on what we saw in current law, we we interpreted that we would be able to end the disaster declaration by majority vote. So we each, the Senate passed a resolution, and we passed the, the same resolution saying that the governor's disaster declaration is over. Now, the extremely liberal slanted state Supreme Court mm-hmm. – got involved in this because the governor the governor vetoed that resolution and we made a point to say what's the point of there being a a provision for us to end the governor's disaster declaration if he can just veto the veto the resolution to do that john that makes absolutely no sense that is not a check and balance at all Mm -hmm. if the governor can veto the resolution that says that the, the disaster declaration is over. How how is that a check and balance? The current system is flawed. Uh, well, inherently it was made flawed by the Supreme Court because anyone that has any um, that that has any smarts at all would understand the intent of the resolutions would be that if the House passed one and the Senate passed one, that the disaster declaration would be over. And it's just simply not the case. So that's why this is important, because it'll be in the Constitution, and the Supreme Court will not be able to do anything about it. Here's how the question reads. I just saw it here. Uh, Shall the Pennsylvania Constitution be amended to change existing law and increase the power of the General Assembly to unilaterally terminate or extend a disaster emergency declaration? and the powers of Commonwealth agencies to address the disaster regardless of its severity pursuant to that declaration through passing a concurrent resolution by simple majority, thereby removing the existing check and balance of presenting a resolution to the governor for approval or disapproval. I don't have any idea what I just read there if I'm if I'm in a... It was done so on purpose. And it's pretty disgusting that people would do that. I mean, it, it's... Again, I don't know. I don't know a better term. Uh, again, simply, this is asking if a majority of Pennsylvania state lawmakers, elected by the people, mm-hmm. can vote to end emergency declarations and restrictions on citizens. That's it. That's yeah. what it boils down to. Should the people? Uh, should people be able to decide when a disaster declaration is over? Yeah, that would be great if it was that was in the question, uh, Ryan. But I'm I'm I don't have a whole lot of confidence in people. Uh, um, you know, absent of gigantic, massive 
uh, effective ad campaign between now and next Tuesday. People are going to see that. They're 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 going to have they're going to want to come out of the booth and ask which way they should vote. Well, if I had, and I could be wrong on on this guess, John, but if I were to make a prediction, I would say that the polls were in favor of uh, people voting yes on that. And I think we okay. would see. I think we saw that because of the the governor's recent uh, announcement that all restrictions would be. Um, all COVID restrictions would be taken back at the end of May. Uh, that was basically an enticement for people not to go vote for this amendment. Yeah, here's the, here's the second question, just so people know what to expect when they when they see this next Tuesday. Uh, shall the Pennsylvania Constitution be amended to change existing law so that a disaster emergency declaration will expire automatically after 21 days, regardless of the severity of the emergency, unless the General Assembly takes action to extend the disaster emergency. The governor may not declare a new disaster emergency to respond to the dangers facing the Commonwealth unless the General Assembly passes a concurrent resolution. The General Assembly enacts new laws for disaster management. Uh, how, how do you feel about the way that is stated? Again, same thing. I mean, it's disgusting that, that, that's, even, that that's even legal that they present that question in that manner. But again, when you have one of the most partisan courts stacked in your favor, you, you get to do things like that. Uh, I, just to reiterate that question, what you just heard that Gubbly Gawk uh, basically boils down to, um, should emergency declarations be limited to 21 days unless the general assembly elected by the people approves it to be longer? Yeah, and, and and then there's a third question, which isn't on the same subject, but just while, mm-hmm. while I have you here, uh, shall the Pennsylvania Constitution be amended by adding a new section providing that equality of rights under the law shall not be denied or abridged because of an individual's race or ethnicity? What's the origin of that question, and what's the purpose there? Yeah, so this, I mean... John, this one, I, I I don't see any issue with, with voting for this one. It, it's kind of, um, it duplicates, in my opinion, it already duplicates what's in the United States Constitution. Um, I, I mean, in layman terms, it's just basing, it's basically saying, should the Pennsylvania Constitution prohibit the denial of equal rights based on race or ethnicity? Um, but there, these, the, there's no, there's nothing specific in the Pennsylvania Constitution stating that the U.S. Constitution has those provisions in them, um, which covers all states. So I don't know if it's necessary, but I, I don't see it doing any harm in it being in in the Constitution, the Pennsylvania Constitution, either. Well, if if this, and we're talking to Ryan Warner, he's the state rep from District 52 in Pennsylvania. Um, uh, Ryan, if uh, if if this thing passes next Tuesday, can it help now with what's going on now? Can it can it what can it you know can it can it well, have some effect on restrictions now? Yeah, absolutely. Now here's the here's the here's the kicker though. It won't it won't be immediately on Tuesday because um, we we wouldn't be able to do anything with it. It wouldn't officially become law until election results are are certified. Uh, which oftentimes uh, take a few days to, to um, a couple weeks after the election. So um, I, I don't. It, it will have an impact. It just won't be the day after the election, but it will be a relatively short time after the election. And you, you uh, feel pretty confident it's going to pass. It's going to. Yes I do. I've been, I've been wrong on these before. I, 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 I do personally. Uh, I, I know that um, I've I've pushed this issue very uh, um, a lot in my district um, mm-hmm. in, in regards to what these questions really mean and what they really do. Uh, I think that people are sick and tired of there being a disaster declaration uh, over a year since the first one's been declared. Uh, John, are we are we is there a disaster right now? Are you aware of huh? there are people dropping dead on the on the street? Is there a disaster I, uh, right now? Listen, you're talking to a guy who thinks yeah. this has been the biggest overreaction in the yeah. history of government all yeah. over the planet. So, 
I mean, I, I'm, that's 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 the kicker, and that's what I'd say of all things. What frustrates me the most, John, is that, and when I talk, and this is what I mean when I talk about abuse of power, the point of a disaster declaration is for the governor to be able to make decisions quickly when the general assembly is not able to meet. Say there is a major tornado or flood or something that happened in this state and the governor needs to release money or do something that would take us a while to do. We'd have to convene in Harrisburg, get everyone together, pass laws. I understand that. Okay, that's not an issue I have. That's not a problem, something I have a problem the executive yeah. branch doing in, in, in actual disasters, John. But this has been over a year. Tell me why. I'd love the governor someone from the governor's staff, someone from the Department of State, someone explain to me why over the course of this year, over the last year, why could not, why, why can't the General Assembly, the people that are made, that are there to make laws, why mm-hmm. can we not have decided what, what restrictions are put into place for COVID? Why? Why can we not determine what the restaurant capacity should be or when you can sell alcohol or when things close? I don't understand that. Why does one man, why does one man have to have that much power? John, we've met, we've, we've been in session during the course of the pandemic, especially that last summer. We went, met more than any, any, um, um, any assembly in the, in the state, in the United States. Uh, and and he vetoed 12 bills, week. 12 yeah. bills yeah. that you guys tried to yeah. uh, to uh, get through to open the economy. Absolutely. So I'm, out of, I'm running out of time here, yeah. Ryan, real quick. Uh, they will see it on the ballot and they should vote yes on uh, the uh, question yes. number one and two, correct? I, I just make it simple, John. There's going to be four separate questions, three of the constitutional amendments. I just say vote yes on everything. That's the simplest way to do it. They're all worthwhile voting for, so I'm just saying vote yes. Very good. And make sure you're wearing a mask when you cast your vote, because that'll make it count for more. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Ryan, thanks for being here. I appreciate it. Anytime, John. Thank you very much. All right, that's Ryan Warner, representative from District 52. Vote yes and get this stupidity over with as soon as possible. We'll be right back. Your business is ready for a reboot, a recharge. The way our companies operate has changed. Adapting to the changes hasn't been easy, but never more important to succeed. Many of the digital resources available have helped overcome obstacles your business is facing. But are you using the full potential of every one of them? That's where Salem Surround can help. Your business needs to use digital tools more than ever to stay in touch with customers, making buying decisions right now and for the future. Will they consider or even know about you? The marketing team at Salem Surround gives you the tools needed to stand out and be visible to current and potential customers online right now looking for what you do. We'll design a plan that targets and surrounds customers with proven marketing strategies. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your marketing plan and see how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundpittsburgh.com. SurroundPittsburgh.com, connecting you with new customers. I have two dogs, Sam and Bailey. Both are golden retrievers. Poor Sam, he was a mess. Always itching. His paws were soaking wet all day from just constant licking. He had bald spots on his back. I just don't like putting shots and steroids into your dog all the time. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Dynavite is nutrition. Probably two weeks after he started Dynavite, I started seeing great improvements. And today, 99% of his issues are non-existent. It's amazing stuff. Since Bailey has been 12 weeks old, he's been a Dynavite dog. And he has zero issues today. He won't eat his food without Dynavite. When I get out the Dynavite, my dogs actually salivate. Like I'm getting them a treat. They drool over it. Dynavite is the best thing you can do for your dog. You won't believe how happy your dog will be. I get my Dynavite from D-I-N-O vite.com If your family depends on your income and something happened to you, what would happen to them? You need life insurance, and SelectQuote can help you get it at a price you can afford. SelectQuote found Jacob, 40, who's in excellent health, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $19 a month. Not in perfect health? 
Don't worry. Select quote found Tanya, 40, who has type 2 diabetes, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $32 a month. We shop companies like Protective, Prudential, American General, and others to find you the company with the best rates. Give your family the security they need at a price you can afford. For your free quote, call 1-800-880-7474. That's 1-800-880-7474. Or go to selectquote.com. That's 1-800-880-7474. Select Quote. We shop, you save. Get full details on the example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. You're listening to The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250. The answer. Well, this just in. Uh, birth rates are plunging in the United States. Uh, 2020 reporting the lowest number of births since 1979. Women simply aren't getting married and having children, and this baffles experts as a large number of available men are out there who are good at video games and who frequently quote the Star Wars movies. Yeah, the other guys and I can't figure it out, said population expert Ted Perkins. We'll put on our best Darth Vader t-shirts and be like, hey there, I beat all the Resident Evils twice, and women will just stare at us and walk away. The consensus among men is that it's very unclear what women want as they've tried getting 100% completion on every difficult on very difficult games and showing off lightsaber replicas that cost hundreds of dollars but women never respond with impressive most impressive out of desperation some men have started quoting the Star Wars sequel tr- trilogy I know what I have to do but I don't know if I have the strength to do it said one man at the thought other men wonder if they're just going about this completely wrong maybe women want to have in-depth discussions about the Marvel Marvel movies suggested one man looking for a prospective date. Still, men are undaunted. You know what they say about making babies, Perkins said. Do or do not. There is no try. That's uh, courtesy of the, <laughs> the Babylon Bee. The headline, birth rates continue to plunge despite wide pool of available men who are good at both video games and quoting Star Wars. And it's got a picture of two just just pathetic nerds on the front. So that's where we are, according to the Babylon Bee. All these men are out there. They, they're really good at video games. They're probably living in, with their parents. They can quote Star Wars. And the women just don't seem impressed. What will we do? What will we do? Well, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Bye. John Staggerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group.